computer. You can't do that. We'll just take a, a picture of you in front of your microphone. From your from your computer. You have a camera on your computer. Once again, we are here for those uh, for those out there that were all uh, kind of wondering about how we do our setup and stuff. All I can t say to you is, oh lordy, because that just took how long? Uh, Monday. Couple. Monday. It took it took a couple <laughs> hours. It took what six minutes? It just took a couple of hours. So, yeah. And I've got cold coffee now. Me too. Which is not good because I don't want to make another another pot. All right, Karen. Yes. You're tip tapping over there. I'm As giving. Usual, I'm giving birthing advice. Birth? Okay, we don't need to do that right now, do we? Yes. What was the point? What was the point? And in, in the two-hour setup, if you're going to give birthing advice. And not talk to the people. I'm talking to the, a, a person who no, just asked the me. People, the who people. said she was due yesterday and she's not starting to dilate. What can she do? So. Okay. But what? It's a former, You're telling me that this person doesn't have a person that they can call? She's a former student. She trusts me. Whatever. <laughs> you weren't there when they made that baby. Thank All goodness. Right. <laughs> she don't need you that much. I didn't say she needed me. I said she trusted me. Oh, stop There's it. a difference. Stop it. Stop it. It's just really hard to believe I have former students who are, you know, getting married and having children. And Yeah, they do that. No, they're it's still called, in fifth grade. It's called, it's called <laughs> growing up. No, I'm in denial. It is a thing that all children do. That's why it's so good to be a secondary ed teacher. You're just like, get out. You're literally like their parents. Get out. I don't it's want okay. our children to get out. No, I'm just saying you're you're in the same mindset. You you're raising them literally so that they can be on their own. You're you're doing that process. Yeah. And and it's it's great because get out. No. Stay and be cute and cuddly. Stay and be cute and cuddly. And eat up the food and contribute nothing to society or the household. Yeah, that's not going to happen. See, I think that's a, that's where mothers go wrong because our children mothers contribute. Do, mothers definitely want the kids to stay, and then the mothers are the are usually the ones that are like, "You need to talk to them. They got to go. Uh -uh. <laughs> you need to have that conversation because it's time for them to go." Listen, our children contribute a lot. 
not in a monetary way. And Actually, and, and, I, and honestly, their current contributions uh, can't be what happens in the future. I don't want to. They can't be like, you know, uh, I did the dishes. <laughs> That's not going to be good enough. <laughs> I, I, I swept the floors today. You're like, man, you better get your big lazy ass up. <laughs> get a job up in here. Or bring in some ducats, some money. You out your mind. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so new look. The second look. This is look number two. Oh. See, I can't, I can't, I can't see left. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do left and right any yet. Left and right. Okay. Uh, number two. Last, uh, what was it? Monday. Was it Monday? Two weeks ago. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it was. It was so long ago, and I still don't. It care. I still, together. I still haven't been able to do this video because the audio is so bad. This might just this video, this last one, might end up being audio. a lost video. Oh no! Oh, it's bad. The audio is awful. Okay. So then. what I'll probably do is take a picture of this current mm -hmm. little setup thing. Yeah. With the people watching. Mm-hmm. Because I know that people love this kind of stuff. All right, so this is the current one. And if you're expecting some like jump cut to the picture, <laughs> maybe. All right. Um, yeah, the last time I think I did this, uh, we set up just the camera and the tripod and tried to do the audio and the audio came out awful something was wrong that day i don't really know it's not seeming like it's bad today but it was it was something way off like with these microphones and so when we were only getting audio in the camera's audio and i said it on the on the thing i said i could have put on the zoom and ran the audio from and blah 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 and we would have had a an ambient kind of audio going and it would have sounded better because we've used the Zoom before. We used it in Macau. Yes. So it's like, I could have done that, but I didn't do it because I was lazy. I, I wasn't lazy today. Today, it, we've got the Zoom, the Canon camera, the aperture monitor, and my super cool little light, my LED light that what I found out later after I bought my light that everybody wants to buy this light because it was so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it lasts forever and it's so good. We'll see if it lasts forever today. I don't know. I put in regular uh, AA batteries in it. I don't have another, uh, another, another, uh, what is that thing? NP9, NP, the battery that all the Sony stuff has. Um, so, yeah. And now it looks like my, my, uh, Thing is down to 20% up there. That's not good. It can't be plugged in and charging while it's going? Oh, no. This isn't going to be good. It's going to die. Do you need to pause for the cause? It's going to die. Okay. And it says 480p, which is even worse. Why is it Why at 480? at 480p? Maybe because of the battery? No. The camera is at 480p. Oh, we'll boot it out. See? See? All right, we're going to pause. We'll be back in a minute. All right, here we go. Back again. <clears throat> um, 
with many technical difficulties. Actually, we have one technical difficulty. Power. Power to the monitor so that we can see if the camera decides to turn itself off. Because that's what the camera does. And I'm out of coffee, so. So. No coffee for the coffee chat. I got coffee. It's cold. I cannot have any more coffee. I've had a cup and a half, and that's way more than I normally drink. Cup and a half. Oh, so that means you want to go to El Cuadro. <laughs> no. Walk on down to El Cuadro. I never want to walk down to El Cuadro. I don't care if I ever go there ever, <laughs> unless oh, it's in a car. On. You're such a baby. It's just down the hill. Aaron, explain to folks what down the hill it's means. It's just down the hill. The steep slope of it's a hill. It's just down the hill. You got to be out of your mind if you think my knee can handle that. I can barely handle walking to it's work every day. It's just down the hill. It's not <clears throat> that far. It really isn't. It's actually not that far. Okay, it might <laughs> not be that far. But it's just down the hill. But if it, anybody's been to um, San Francisco and seen the crookedest road in the world, that hill, that's, that's what hill. this hill looks like <laughs> with no turns in it. It's down the hill because no. that's what it, that's what it looks like. Like the that when you see the um, Raceroni trolley cable car and it goes over the hill then goes down the hill yeah 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 yeah. that's the down the hill but we have to walk it but it's it's literally not very far from here it's uh four blocks away maybe that's it if i don't think it's that far is it it's about four four regular western american blocks not new york blocks not mexican blocks but just regular old blocks yes that's it Four blocks down the hill. Problem is, got to come up the hill. <laughs> right. Because we essentially live, essentially, at the top of a hill. The only thing higher than us is the school. The school's at the, almost at the very top of this particular hill. Which gives the school nice little views, and which makes it nice. I like that. <clears throat> and, and we're going to utilize that space so that we can read and stuff. Right, you know. Okay. So what you got for the people? You haven't you haven't talked to the people in a while. We've been this. I think this episode is should be entitled Wusa because um, yeah, we need a Wusa moment. It's, it's been let me rub my ear off real quick. It's been a how many how many weeks have we been in school now? One one oh my god, it's only been one week. Oh fuck, it's only been a week. One week. Actually, I've only had four days with students. One week. Okay, and, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> Karen. Yeah. Look over there for a second. Uh-huh. Wave to the people. Now, see the little mirror, the little monitor that's on the back of the camera? Can you see it? No. Can you lean back and see it? No. Don't get up. I want you to see if you can see it from where you I are. Can, I can see can light. You, can you? Oh, God. Blind. But I can't see the monitor. Flipping blind people here. It's not that. It's the angle at which it's this is pointed. This when you have to deal with blind people. See, talking about me. Uh, I don't know. Aaron, I can see. Back there, you see the light? There's a little I red I see dot. It. No. At the very back corner. No. Just no. Um, I can see can dot now. Can you see a little red dot now? I can. If that little red dot goes off, the people can't see us anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to be sitting like this? No, no, no. Just, just <clears throat> calmly relax. If, 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 if we lose video. Aaron. If, Don't say it went off. 
No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. If you move that squiggly cord, I can see it without having to move too much. Squiggly cord out of the way. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, people. Can you see it? I can see it perfectly fine okay. now. If it goes off, tell me. I'll get up and get closer to the people. Okay, dope. And they'll feel the warmth of my presence. They'll feel my presence, I guess. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to really be happy you don't have smell of vision. Why you haven't showered yet? Shower. It's Sunday. What are you talking about? Um, I showered the minute I got out of bed. Yeah, but you put on makeup. I don't put on makeup. I, I put I, on headphones. I needed to wash my hair. <laughs> I put on headphones. Because I don't want to do it in the morning. Tomorrow is going to be a long, long, long day. And please, you you can't even you can't even start complaining. Excuse me. What time <clears throat> What time do you have to be there for your meeting with the parents tomorrow? Five o'clock. What time? Actually, do, I have to be there at like four thirty. What time do I have to be at my meeting? I have no idea. My meeting starts at seven. Oh, for the love of Pete. Okay. On Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday, I think. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three days. Yeah. So um, you don't, yes, get, but that you don't means- get to complain because my bedtime <laughs> is nine o'clock. It is. If you make it that far. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, they're they're screwing us on this week. Plus, we're not getting any time off. No. We're not, we're not making up this time. We're not doing anything <laughs> like that. So, you know. We have. So, I'll be at school tomorrow from... 6.45 a.m. until I don't even know when. Until you're done. Probably 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm. I don't think that. I have, a, I have a feeling, though, they're not going to be there that long. Well, they, they have some presentation they do, and then the parents come and meet you and talk to you, and I have to talk to all the parents. Yeah, but... You're, and that's 50 parents. I have a feeling. 50 sets of parents. You're 50 <clears throat> sets of parents? 50, yeah. That's it? 50 sets? Well, I don't have four different groups. I only have two <laughs> different right. groups. See, that's kind of what I'm getting at is <coughs> I doubt that we go through that process. Because then we'd be there literally till like midnight. That didn't even make sense. So. Oh, yeah. Check the red dot. It's there. Cool. All right, so what else you want to tell the people about your week? Your first week back. Your first week back. I don't, I don't even want to get started on my first week back. So you, 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 you have the floor. All right. Ahead, tell them about your first week back. <clears throat> Let's talk about recess. That's what you want to start with? Recess? You don't want to start with, you know, I don't have information or oh, no, I don't no, no. know anything? No, or... we're going to get there because we're going to start with recess. Okay, go, go, go. Aaron, you had recess on Monday. I had mm. recess on Tuesday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes? Mm-mm. No, my... I didn't. Oh, I didn't? I didn't have recess duty until Friday. No, no, no. Not recess duty. Recess. You had to take your kids out for recess, and yes, you had to bring they... your kids in from okay. recess. But when we do it, we don't stay. I don't stay either. And we don't take them out. Oh, I have to take them out. Yeah. See, so just talk about you. So, Focus on you. <clears throat> do you. On Tuesday morning, when okay, I went... Okay, first, why don't you tell them what grade you're teaching? I have second grade. And I got sixth grade, so it is different. Go. I have... Some crazy arbitrary rules that Aaron does not Arbitrary? Have. What? You heard me. I didn't, I didn't stutter. Okay. So I get out. I take the kids down to recess. Nobody has told me what the procedures are. So we get to the door of the school. 
which is just an open doorway. And I just look at him and said, go, run, have fun, play, get out. <clears throat> and of course, nice. they run like mad people, crazy and wild. And I turn around and go back upstairs to my classroom. Then when it's time for me to come back and get them, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Now, I did know that they had to line up because you told me on Monday about your experience on the playground. I don't tell you. No. Yes. Well, that was the end. That was the picking them up Yes, procedure. you told me the picking right. them the up. picking them <clears throat> up, not what they have to do on the playground. No, 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 no. So I you... still don't know that. So, I went down. I knew I had to pick up the kids and that they would be in line. So, I go and stand in a space and one of the little boys from my second group says, No, Mrs. Farr, you have to be over here. This is the group. Thank you. So I have a seven-year-old telling me where I should go. That's right. I appreciate it. That's right. They, they know all. They know it. I'm, I'm grateful for the knowledge they have. So I stand there. I get the kids in lines like they're supposed to be. So I think. And the next thing I know, they dismiss me to go. So I'm thinking I go into the, into the building to take the kids back to the classroom. No, 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 no. They then direct my kids over to a space on the basketball court where there's a little piece of paper taped to the ground that has their class number mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then they tell me to get the kids in, in line. And I'm thinking, but the kids are already in line. And so they're telling me, you have to have five rows of six kids. I'm like, okay. So I don't have that many kids. But all right. <clears throat> so then the kids start asking me, Mrs. Farr, what's my number? What are you talking about? What's my list number? What are you talking about? And all the kids are now asking me, what's my list number? What's my list number? I have no clue. Mm -hmm. So I go to the other second grade teacher and mm -hmm. I say, why are the children asking me for their list number? Oh, because when they come out here, they have to be lined up in their list number. I said, every time? She's like, no, just for this part. Okay. Now, in the meantime, someone has handed me this paddle that's a stop sign. Red on one side, green on the other, with my classroom number on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's for. So I'm just standing wait there minute, with this wait. thing. Isn't this self-explanatory? Green means go. Right, Red that's what stop. I said. Green means go. Red means stop. Because they, the PE teacher came over and said, do you know what this is for? And I said, well, I'm assuming green means go. Red means stop. Yeah, because that makes sense, right? It Especially does. since it's shaped like a stop sign. Right. And he said, no, no, no. It means that if you have all of your students, it's green. If you're missing a child or children, it's red. Missing them for what? Like I still maybe, don't. Maybe you 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 emotionally missed. I them. said, "Well, I'm missing a child because there's a child that didn't come to school today." And they said, "No, no, no. If they if you brought them out to the playground, but now they're not with you." Mm -hmm. Okay, so I turned it to green. We then are dismissed. We go back into the classroom. Nobody says anything else about it. <clears throat> Why would they need to do that? Because, you know, whatever. So then we get an email later in the day saying that on Thursday we are going to have. Uh-oh. 
red light went off and you didn't do anything. And now, Aaron, it's easier to do it from the top. Do it from the top down. It's just the button right there. Oh, oh, now you're seeing hair. I'm so sorry. No, it's not even recording. So hurry up. light on yeah i shouldn't be in charge of see, electronics see, you're and you're actually facing it which is funny so all you had to do is kind of I, the battery's <clears> dead <throat> so it's charging okay so we get an email technical mommies i know i'm terrible so at this sad. stuff like we get an email saying that on thursday we are going to have an earthquake drill i'm thinking wait, wait what were you doing on the monday or whatever. On Monday, I didn't have students. No, no, no. The day that you did the... On Tuesday. What were you doing? I don't know. You don't know why you were out there? I didn't know at that point. You know now. Tell the people. That was the, the preparation for the earthquake drill. No. That's and not the, what that was. What was it? That was the fire drill. No, that, had that was the fire drill. On huh? Early in the week, that was the fire drill. Then... We Wait, were supposed no, to have a scheduled hurricane preparedness drill. Wait, I'm missing something. When did, I didn't know that that was the That's fire That's what that drill. was. The fire drill and the hurricane drill, you do the same thing. But fire on, drill and earthquake, but, not hurricane. Correct. And when you were, when you, well, I don't know. You, they might put them out on that thing for a hurricane. Um, the, <laughs> on Tuesday. Well, where else would they go? On Tuesday, <laughs> you were being directed for the fire drill. That was what they were doing. But they never told me. I still didn't know that until just now. <laughs> do you mean, see? Do you see? Oh, wait, wait. Keep going. Ooh, okay, they don't so, see yet. They don't understand. So on Tuesday when I got the email saying that we were going to have this uh, scheduled earthquake drill. Earthquake, not hurricane. Earthquake. earthquake. Um, I said, okay, great. I emailed back and said, could you please send me written procedures for this and for the playground so that all of the new teachers, because there are nine new teachers this term, mm. so that we all know what we're supposed to do. Right. Got that yet? I don't have it. So Thursday morning, I have we have to be in our classrooms at 7 a.m. So Thursday morning, before 8 o'clock, I had five people in my classroom to tell me what we were to do for the earthquake drill. I had, as soon as my co-teachers had explained the procedure to me, I then... Talked to the students and said that it was made very clear to me that we would have this loud blaring alarm. Loud alarm. Red dot. Red dot. Cool. We would have this loud blaring ad alarm and it would scare the bejesus out of the children because all of these children have experienced a major earthquake last September. Big so one. it would scare them. So I need to prepare them, right? Because I don't want screaming kids at seven o'clock in the morning. So I explained to them what was going to happen, why an earthquake happened, what we should do, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Where we should go. So 
Then the principal came in and she said, you should direct your children. I said, I've already told them all these things. She said, great. And she left. The next thing I know, the school psychologist comes in. And I said, okay, we've already talked about it. Thanks so much. The next thing I know, the third grade coordinator, because my, my coordinator is still out after any surgery. And she comes in to tell me, and I said, okay, great. Thanks so much for your help. I've already talked to the children. One of the boys says, Mrs. Farr, can I go to the bathroom? So off he goes. Before he can even make it to the bathroom, he's back. And I said, what happened? He said, Miss Luzma, the secretary, says we won't have the drill. After all of this, after an hour of people coming into my classroom to tell me what I need to do, now we won't have the drill because it's raining. It's been raining the whole time. Right. It was raining the entire morning. We walked to work in the rain. Exactly. So this is, this is, everybody knows it's raining. Most of the school is like an open atrium. So basically if you want, if I want to go to the bathroom, I have to walk in the rain to go to the bathroom. Yeah. On the bottom floor. Yeah. So open, everybody knows it's raining. Everything's wet. So why, I said, why wasn't the determination, maybe we should just wait a day? Well, when I talked to the principal, I said, are we going to have it if it's still raining? And she said, yes, because earthquakes don't care if it's raining. I said, that's true, and I agree. But then she went to the new director, and he didn't want to stand out in the rain. And didn't, I didn't want to stand out in the I rain. I didn't want to stand out in the rain. And didn't think it was a good idea for little children to stand out in the rain. Oh, because they're going to be six here. They're going to be six soon. Right. So, um. Little walking Petri dishes. By nine o'clock, when the alarm was supposed to go off, it was bright and sunny and beautiful. Of course it was. Because that's how it works, right? So, on Friday. I don't know why they just didn't hit the button. I don't either. You know, once they saw. The teachers were already. All they had to do was say, we're not having it. And then. Right, and then we would have gone. And and let's see what happens. And when the kids were asking, were ready. Far, will we have it? I said, I don't know. Because I didn't know if they would change their mind. I assumed that they would because it was sunny and beautiful. They were ready. They knew. They knew. So um, on Friday, we they had rescheduled it. And I'm waiting for the alarm. The kids are all ready because they know the alarm is coming. And they, you know, they're prepared so they won't be scared. And... There's no alarm. It's like 9.01 and still no alarm. But I see all of the classrooms around me are going. So I'm like, okay, guys, line up. Let's go. I'll just tell somebody later that there was no alarm. Apparently, <laughs> there, the downstairs had an alarm, but the second and third floor didn't have an alarm at all. I still am unaware if the principal and director know this. But we will be talking about it on Monday in our meeting because I'm bringing it up. And then we get out to the playground, to the basketball courts where the children have to line up. And it's total chaos because they put second graders in the back by the fence and you can't see where they're supposed to be. You couldn't see because, the square on the ground? What's wrong because with Because it's, you know, covered up by children and, you Such know, my baby. little people are like herding cats. It's just nearly impossible. And they're confused and they're, you know, whatever. So we get out there. And they're we, talking. They're talking. 
Oh no, they're talking. The children are talking. 1,487 children and 200 staff are talking. Eep. OMG. So then the new director, I'm going to, to say that he's British. So maybe this will help those who are familiar with the British culture understand, because I don't. This man admonished 1,487 students for talking. As they were walking. As they were walking, and that it took them a total of seven minutes to evacuate the building. We have three floors in our building alone, and there are three buildings. So 1,487 students and 200 staff, and it only took them seven minutes, and he admonished them for it taking so long and being so noisy. I was floored. I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of bullshit is this? So when we go back up, I'm talking to my English co-teacher, and I said, was this bad? Because I don't understand. She said, no, they were great. <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right. Context. Context is everything. So she said, last year on the 19th of September, which is the year, the date that they all do um, the, a, drill. a drill, because 30 years ago they had a massive earthquake, and so this is how they keep going, whatever. So she said last year on the 19th, they did the drill in the morning. The children were perfect. Everybody was quiet. They were orderly, blah, blah, blah. They did it perfectly. And then in the afternoon, the earthquake hit. And the kids lost their minds. She said they were screaming and crying and clinging to any adult that they could. They were scared. But they're people. They're children. Duh. So the fact that this man thinks that the children should be silent, 1,487 people are never silent. I don't care look, who look, they are. I have sixth graders. I could clap my hands one time loudly, and at least one boy will scream. <laughs> now, Come on. at least, at least, that does, I'm not talking, I'm just saying. At least one boy will scream if I what? And now you're expecting 1,400 children are going to be silent during a an earthquake where the ground is shaking, where when you pick up your foot and you try to put it back down, the ground's not there anymore. It's not where you left it. Okay, and you that's your expectation. Then you're just. You're, you're just, in the wrong field, dude. Well, it's just it's just an unrealistic expectation of what people are going to be like when the shaking happens. Yeah. Now, I've been in small earthquakes. I've been in earthquakes where it was like, do I need to seek cover? Like, do I need to? But then it was over. So, yeah. So, okay. I haven't been in big earthquakes. But in a large earthquake or a, large, or a fire, right. an actual fire... Where there's smoke and and people can't see and they're they and get they're hard scared. to breathe and they're scared and once you get in those conditions, people don't tend to be quiet. No. Nope. And now here's the thing that I didn't like, is we had people telling the kids to run. What? And I was telling them stop running, walk, because if you it, all it takes, and I don't know why in a culture, 
in a culture that has football, soccer, as its main sport. And people, so many people have died in soccer stadiums for this very reason yep. of people trying to leave too quickly. One person falls down, people get trampled. That's leaving a soccer field. Why, why would you tell little kids to go running out of the building? Because all it takes, one goes down. Next thing you know, you've got a big problem. Yep. And now it's taking them longer to get out than if they just Aaron, walked. Red light. Red light. Red light. So, yeah, uh, this was this was a, a essentially a cluster. Um, the with, fact that with, the man thought that the all these people were going to be quiet is beyond me. Well, I don't. I, I guess I don't get the. I, I get they that were people quiet. Need, I get that people need to pass information along between the staff members if if you know. So and so is not here or whatever. But that here's the problem with that: they're not using their voices. They're using the signs. So if right. I'm standing there, and say one of my kids went to the bathroom or something, and they're still in the building, trying to squeeze one out while the alarm's going off, <laughs> and I have my sign up and I have the red side out, they're then supposed to send someone to go find that person. So that means we're not. We're not relying on our voices to let people know that we don't have all of our students. If that's the case, then what does their silence have to do with anything? Why would they need to be quiet? I'm sorry, but if the ground, the ground is not going to be just shaking inside the school. No. There's going to be shaking everywhere. So that means if you send them out, and of course my kids are under the basketball hoop. Which, is Which they've already identified as psycho because um, the basketball who might just fall over in an earthquake. Um, but if they are out there in their spot, why? What more? What more do you want? They told all our kids they couldn't sit down, and all our kids looked around, and all the high school kids were sitting down. They told our kids they couldn't sit down either. <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute. Why are we making them stand in an earthquake? They should not be standing in an earthquake. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like so many inconsistencies in just one drill. But and, and, and the kids that you are going to check may not have been with you in class. Right. So it's like, I... I, I may not even know. Like, maybe one of the kids went home and I just don't even know it. Yeah. Well, and I, now I'm holding up a sign telling them to go find a kid that's not even there. Right. Like, not even in the campus? Well, here's the thing is I we did the, the thing in the morning and I had my kids, my homeroom class, first this week. Every week they change. So next week I'll have the other class first. So I only have a printed class list for my class, my homeroom. I don't have one for the other class. Even though I've had them every day this week, they haven't seen fit to give me the class list. Why, why do you need such, such information? What is wrong with you? Right? So I asked, can I get a class list? Because what happened? Well, my English co-teacher came in and said, I always keep both class lists. In a plastic sleeve, 
taped to the wall next to the door because you have to take it with you when you go outside mm. to these drills. I said, okay, that's great, but I don't have the other class list. And the other teacher says, I don't have your class list either. Okay, that makes sense. And we are co-teachers. She's my Spanish co-teacher. <laughs> but neither one of us, and we have each other's students. Right. Because that so makes sense. I email and say, can I please get a paper copy of both classes? I'm sure they're loving your emails right I'm now. I'm sure because I have to send them to like five people every time. But I'm sure that they love the fact that, that you I email. I keep pointing out you, the fact that they're not doing their jobs. That they're not giving you the information that you need right. in a timely manner. Yeah. So I sent the email asking, can you please get me a paper copy? Just slip it in my mailbox. I'll pick it up when I go upstairs. They sent me. They sent me the Google Sheets document of every single class list in the elementary school, but I still don't have a paper how many, version. How many? How many? How um, many grades in elementary school? Six. No, five. First grade through sixth grade. Sixth grade has four classes. I don't know how many of the other ones have. Second grade has three classes. Most of them have four classes each. What? He's, he's walking with the coffee. Oh. So I now have everyone's class list. Cold. Digital form. But I don't have the paper copy. So today I will print out at home so that I have what I need when I go to school tomorrow because I have that second class, that other class, first thing tomorrow morning. Mm. Yeah. It... Communication is, I, 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 I hate, I, I hate to call it bad, but it's, okay, so let's, let's, let's look at China versus Mexico right now. Mm -hmm. Two different schools, three different schools. All right. In China, they did not even attempt to tell you there oh, was no, no nobody was going to tell you anything there was never going to be anything in english basically you had to get everything word of mouth that was china mm -hmm. which was frustrating in itself right mm -hmm. but then um with mexico at least at this school and i have a feeling i'm not the only teacher out there that experiences this they are sending a plethora of emails. They are sending so much information, most of it not in English. I'm going to say 99.8% is, is in not Spanish. in English. But then when you do get into it, the organization of the emails is so piss poor, you're not sure what the important information is and what the throwaway information is. So if you tell me, oh, thank you for the, you know, in the kindergartners for doing this thing. And I don't need that information. I don't care. It's like, you know, golf clap for your ass. I don't really, <laughs> I really don't care that that's happening. What do I need to know to do my job? Okay. So it's nice to hear, but I don't need it. But then there's information on there. that tells you on this day at this time, this thing is happening or whatever. So then, and it's all mixed up. It's just, it's, it's all oh, through it's the email. So it's like, you, if you don't speak the language, you're already having an issue. If you're translating it, you might be getting maybe 80% of the actual message correct. 
and but they're sending so many. Now here's the kicker. They canceled all of what they're calling special classes, which is French, Chinese, music, computers, math, some special math thing that they do. They canceled all those classes last week, being the first week. Um, but by them canceling those classes, that means we got no breaks. At all. So from 710 to 245, we always had students and there is no real passing time in this school. So for me, where our kids change classes and I stay put in my class, basically as soon as like, uh, let's say the class ends at, at 8.30, if the class ends at 8.30, the next class starts at 8.30. Okay, so that basically locks me into the room because, the of course, the kids can't be left unattended. When do you go to the bathroom? I don't know. When do you check your email? Well, I was told you're not allowed to use, the, use your computer or your um, phone while class is happening. Well, if class starts at 8.30, that means I can't use my computer. I can't check emails. I can see that they've been coming in, but that's it. And it also doesn't help that it's in Spanish, which is going to take me a little bit longer to say read through. And I'm going to, it's going to take me longer to discern whether this information is necessary in the next few minutes, or if it's about the next few days, or if it's about say three weeks from now, because I won't know at a glance. So unfortunately they're doing lots of communication. They got people walking around, they got people, but they're not doing it well. So then you end up you end up just as confused and frustrated as if they just said, fuck you, we don't like you, you're a foreigner, and we're not going to tell you anything. It's almost, I almost feel, felt better in China when I didn't know, because I knew I didn't know. And I knew that they weren't going to tell me, and that somebody was going to have to come and tell me verbally at some point, and until they did, I wasn't responsible for that information. But now I'm responsible for that information so to speak, because I'm getting it in an email. Right. It's just organized so poorly. And it's like, you might get five emails yep. in, a, in, in just a few minutes that you can't read, but now you feel that you need to read it because you don't know what, what are they going to be talking about? Like what's going on? Is yep. a student going home? Is this happening? What it's, it's, that's what makes it so frustrating so far. The other side of this is, for those of you that have been listening, I told you I wasn't going to do it. Oh, no, you did it. It has begun again. The list, Mexico edition, has started. Because by Friday, one week, I was already thinking, December, we might be done at this school. Not necessarily in the country, but at this school. Yeah, but you aren't the only one feeling that well, way. Well, see, that's the that was the that was the most interesting moment of Friday after school was there are essentially in the elementary school three expat teachers. Yeah. Two Americans who you're looking at right now. And matter of fact, are they looking at us? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All right. So two Americans, one British woman. British woman was here last year. I had just said, maybe five, 10 minutes before, I don't think that I'm gonna make it through December or 
after December because of what I've seen so far. What I've seen so far is just that bad. Um, safety issues, um, unrealistic expectations for teachers and students. That I mean, uh, their whole grading policy won't even get started on that one. I don't we'll even know we'll what talk. It is. We'll oh, the whole you can't have less than a five oh, out of yeah, ten type thing. Sense. Yeah, that's a whole different kind of problem. Um, if you if you go back in our stuff, we talked about in China how they changed grades. Well, looks like this is just systemic changing of grades. Um, and then the British teacher comes down and she says, uh-oh, uh-oh. And we stop up here. Give me that while well, we've stopped. I have to plug in a Fitbit. I don't know why you gave it to me to plug in. Why couldn't you plug it in in your own computer? He was asking you for a plug oh. to plug it into the wall because it plugs faster. Okay, hold on. Or charges faster. I got you. I got you. Wait, big which one? You, you want a big one or a little one? Big, please. Guess what? I got three big ones that don't have the things on them. That's not going to be helpful, sir. Oh, you're so lucky. Now you can take your right. I know. Uh. All right. So she comes down the stairs and she says, out of the blue, I don't think I'm going to be here after December. And it was like, what the hell? That had to freak your co-teacher out. Because it's like, um, you were here last year. And come to find out that she knew it was really bad last year and she's the only one to have stayed from last year even the chinese teacher left the school and lied to them and told them that don't don't do that go away get go away from go, take your take you and your go little take take I can't go right there go, go away what thing is plugged in you got lots of other plugs you got plugs upstairs you got plugs everywhere there's one in the kitchen go in there Anyway. Thanks. So, the Chinese teacher decided she was going to lie to the school, tell them that she had a family problem and that she had to go back to China. And as soon as they told us that, Aaron and I both knew that she, she was, was lying. She was lying. There's no way. That's not, that's not what Chinese people do. They don't just rush back to take care of an ailing parent because they would need money. And they, they have to be don't, able to pay for their treatment. Right. And, and they're, it's not going to happen. It's just not. Nope. No. And if, and if she has enough money to live outside of the country, that means that she doesn't need to go back because they've got other people to care for exactly. them. And come to find out, someone from the school has already seen her walking around here in Mexico. Across the street from the school okay. where the other teachers park their cars. So. Unfortunately, the school has uh, a few issues, and maybe this is why we have the new director. Because yes. these issues, and I don't under what we keep saying, which is interesting, because in the last school, the school was only what three years old. Yeah, this one's forty. Forty years. years. Old. Four zero. Forty years old, and they're having the problems that they're having. Guess what? They shouldn't be having these problems. All of these management issues that this school has should have been fixed within, I would say, fixed. Like done in on the rails. Like every year we can just keep doing what we're doing and adding in 
goodness. Five years. Yep. Five years. That's all it would have taken. I said on Monday that there is no reason why we shouldn't have gotten off the plane and been handed a binder that says this is this and this is that and this is what we expect and this is how you do it and here's this and here's that. And then our first week of school, instead of sitting through these pointless, stupid-ass workshops that were absolutely nothing but review from us, uh, for us, for things that we learned 10, 15, 20 years ago in school, we should have been in a, an orientation for new student or new teachers only to answer the questions that we had, to clarify anything, to get a, a tour of the school, to, we should not have wasted a week, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks before the students arrived. And we still don't know the basics. Like what to do during a fire drill. Like what to do during an earthquake <laughs> drill. Like what to do on the playground. Oh how to bring the children in. What's their procedure. Blah, blah, blah. Now here's the other part of this. The Mexican teachers don't ask. They just do whatever they're told to they do. They just follow. It's like and, China. And that's that's the scary part. Because it's like... These are super are smart we, people. The only ones asking, because I've asked teachers that have been there for multiple years, and they say they don't know why. When I was talking to my English co-teacher about this, she said to me, she has been at this particular location for 12 years. She has been with this group of schools for 21 years. And she said when she arrived at this school 12 years ago, it was exactly the same. And I looked at her and I said, then why didn't you say something so that it could be changed? Fixed. Repaired. Talked about. Discussed. And she just said. Explored. I said something and I was, they threatened me to, they threatened to fire me. Mm. They shouldn't do that. Just with like me. when she said, I'm, she just, told I'm just saying me, right yeah, now, right? They, they really shouldn't do that. She with told me. me that she asked for a copy of her contract. Contract. And all, all these people had been asking. These are This is years ago. Contract. When she first came. Um, she said all these teachers were asking for their contracts because they weren't allowed to read them. They were just supposed to sign them and then hand them back and they couldn't get a copy of them. And so when all these teachers are asking for their some, contracts. Some, somebody would have been told to kiss my ass after right? that. Though. So... When all of those teachers had then started asking, each one was individually called into the director's office and said, if you don't like it the way we do it, then you can leave. So this is the original director? Yeah. Yep. The one that started the school? Yes. Mm. So last year, the end of the year when ISP sent people in to kind of gauge what was going on before they hired the new director, they said... you know, do you have any questions? We're here to answer your questions, please. Whatever you want to know, we're here for you. If you have any concerns, let us know. And so my English co-teacher raised her hand and said, We're here for you. Is there a reason why we can't have a copy of our contracts? And the two men looked at each other and said, Huh? You should have a copy of your contract. It's yours. It's what we expect you to do. Exactly. If we don't. If you don't have a copy, how are you supposed to follow your contract? And she looked at him and said, 
That's what we'd like to know. So they're supposed to get copies of their contract this time around, but here it is, the end of the first week, beginning of the second week, and none of us have contracts yet. Not even the director. Not Yes, not even the director. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Well, but Because no, he's the expat too, so. He's in exactly the same position we are in, except worse, because they still have him in a hotel. And not even a nice one like we were in. No, I thought his hotel was nicer. No, 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 no. I told he. I asked him, "Where are you?" And he said, "Oh, I'm in the Ibis." And I said, "Ooh, that's a nice hotel because every time I've like, you know, I'm the traveling gnome. I book the hotels, and the Ibis is usually super expensive and really nice, and we can't afford it." He said, "No, this is not a nice hotel." Huh? I said, "Really?" Yeah, because uh, our hotel be... is suit was super nice. Very convenient to the school. Yeah, walking. I mean, and walking five distance. Minutes, five minutes. But not for him. And he and or his wife and child have been staying in the south with her parents because they don't want to stay in a hotel. And I just looked at him and I said, but why didn't they put you with a, like in our complex? Same, same because place. we had a choice between two different homes. So there, there's an extra place. Were they both here? Yes, both oh, here. so then that was an open one that he could have been renting. Yeah, and I uh, said, okay. you could have already been in a place if you wanted to live this close to the school. He said, I'd love to live this close to the school. I wouldn't have to drive. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't have to Uber. Nope, sure wouldn't. It's a three-minute walk from yeah. our door to the front gate. It takes, it takes them more time to walk from the parking garage that they have to park in. Yep. To walk to the school than it does for us to just walk to the school. Yeah. And they have to drive to get to that parking garage. Yep. And they sent, they sent an email out on Sunday reminding everyone to leave early because traffic was going to be bad. That's nice. And I just giggled because I'm like, why would you? Why wouldn't you already know that? It's back to school. I mean, have, has nobody ever gone to school before? You should know. Like, I remember going to school, taking the kids to school in Grand Rapids, and it's like the first day at CC and the first day at all these other schools, and you got you have to leave like 20, 30 minutes early, and we only live two miles from their school. Yep. Because if you don't, traffic is so bad. Okay, traffic ain't really all that bad in Grand Raggedy. But, yes, you're right. You do need to allow for some more time. I mean, heck, we had to wait 30 seconds to cross the street. I had 30 whole seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so we have a light outside of our front gate to cross the street, to go up the hill, to go to school. And we have discovered that that red light is optional. <laughs> Remember when I told you, you got to pay attention to the cars. You got to watch. Because they'll go. They'll, they'll stop, go. like they'll treat this the the light at this corner. They treat it like a, it's kind of like a three way stop. They treat it like a um, a stop sign. They come up, yep. they stop, and then they look. And when there's no traffic, they just go. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like that's not. I'm like, if, oh my god, if that's it's the, Thailand. <laughs> if that's the rule, and I'm not talking about making a, a right turn. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just going straight. They'll just go. Yep, they so just that, go. And so, but they do, they do have, from what I've seen so far, pedestrians have the right of way. So if you're out there and you're walking, they stop. Right. 
like you're like go ahead just go and they're like no and they'll sit there and yep. they'll let you walk through you know on the crosswalk yeah right so that's the that's the thing there's there is this it's like i don't know i don't know what to call it america light <laughs> it is america light it is, well, it is it's, it's 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 like rules are being followed but it's a little bit arbitrary but looking out for the pedestrian is important right which and this isn't is a good really thing when it's you're walking. not really a walking culture here either it's a lot of cars and uber and taxis we you we say are, that but we're next to a mall and i'd say that what a quarter of the people in the mall are walking to the mall well i see a lot of taxi like people yeah. getting out of taxis yeah, you and see ubers a lot of the ubers and all that stuff but it's it's a lot of a lot of foot traffic going in and out of there yeah um but i don't that's think because it's, you have to pay to park at the mall yeah Aaron, red light So, what else did you do in your week that 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 was made okay. you so happy to be here? These children, for the love of Pete, I know that okay, I have. Okay, you're not allowed to complain about the kids. I haven't taught in a, in a few in years. In a minute. And I I have a passion for little people. What does that mean exactly? So is that I like have. A, is that like a is that like a hunger problem? No, 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 no. Like. I love to be around young children. You they you make me giggle. They make me, you know, and they inspire me. You're not the one, you know, Hansel and Gretel. That's no, not I'm not that kind of. Okay. No. No. All right, go ahead. So this week, by the end of the week, Thursday afternoon, these children could not contain themselves at all. They could not stop talking long enough for me to get out a, a full sentence it was horrible and when I said something to my co-teacher I'm like what is this normal she said oh yeah this is a cultural thing the kids just talk and it doesn't matter how many times you ask them to stop or whatever they just don't they hmm. don't give two shits and I'm just like oh my god oh really I don't need kids to be <laughs> quiet all the time oh, oh really <laughs> I said I, I told her I'm like I only need them to be quiet for the minute and a half it takes for me to give directions then you can go back to talking to your friends and doing your work I don't care I don't need it to be quiet and she's like oh no they need to be quiet for like you know several minutes and they need to be able to do their work in quiet and I said why I don't need them to be quiet. I just need them to well, listen to the directions. You're saying, you're saying you don't need them to be quiet, but they need to be quiet based on what you're doing. Right. I need them to be able to hear the directions. So I'll give a direction. And because so many of them are talking, then I get 15 out of the 25 kids. Teacher, do mm -hmm. I do this? Teacher, do... No. If you would have been listening, mm -hmm. then... Okay, but you're at the beginning of this process. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm at sixth grade. They're still doing the same thing. Oh, but now, shit. keep in mind, they're not talking when I'm talking because I man. don't let them talk when I'm talking. Yeah. Um, and if they're talking when I'm talking, I usually stop and wait. Yeah, I've and been, wait. I've been in your class. Yeah. And wait. <laughs> yeah. 
I've been, and then I I'll look that. at the other cl- students in the class and say, you should tell them to be quiet. I actually did your method because on Friday. Because this is your class. I've already passed this class. I, I don't need to take words. this class. Hey, you can go ahead and talk. Waste your time. But when the test comes and you say you didn't teach this, bullshit. <laughs> if, you did, if you just shut your damn mouth. Yes. Guess what? You'd have heard that that lesson was taught. Yep. If you weren't asleep, like in China, I... if you didn't decide to sleep for a week or 20, then maybe you would have heard those lessons. Right. So don't, don't come to me with that. Because the kid next to you got an A. Right. So if the kid next to you got an A, we probably had that discussion. We probably right. talked about that lesson. Yep. So you can't you can't use that, especially when you got uh, girls in the class that listen. I had a, a little boy on Monday, or on Tuesday, by 1.45 was dozing in the back of the class. And I, I felt really bad for him. But I didn't, and I didn't wake him up. But one of his neighbors kind of nudged him, like, "Hey, hey, wake up!" Hey, hey. You know, they're they're eight years old, seven, eight years old. I understand it's their first day back to school. He's been running around crazy, but by Friday, induce a sharp pain in their nether region. What? No. That's all you got to do. That's no, all you got to do. No, that's not nice. It works for sixth grade. I'm sure, but not second. <laughs> you don't do that in second grade. Oh man, beat him. Beat him. One child who I passed out the work. It was so simple. It was just a little thing that said all I don't about don't me. start with the so simple thing. Blah blah blah. It ain't simple. It ain't none of it simple. It is. So they just had to write their name and this just fill out this little bit of stuff about themselves and then color it and that's it. That's it. So I gave them forty. I gave them forty or fifty minutes to do it, and then they had, they had to come up and read it in front of the class. I was using it as an assessment to see where their reading level is, what their writing skills were, what their English level was, mm. and one child it gets to her. She's the last one, and I'm like, "Okay, come on up." And she's like, "I didn't have a paper." Now I know she had the thing because I only printed twenty five, and there are twenty five kids in there, and I didn't have any left over. So I know that she did. I gave it to her. I said, why didn't you say something sooner? I don't know. I'm like, okay. So then the next day comes and they have another thing. Their stupid stop, think, do process. Their Their discipline process. And they had to do this paper on that. And it was only three sentences they had to write down that were already on the board and color the thing so that we could put it up all over the classroom. She didn't do it either. Mm. And so I said to her, I need your homework notebook. Beta. And so, right? See? Bamboo stick. I wrote her mother. Y'all thought I was lying about that bamboo stick. Right? That's right. Listen, I've had that switch. But that's what the bamboo stick is like. Uh, yeah, that's true. So I write the, a letter in the notebook to send to her parents. And I said, okay, your parents need to sign this. And she looks at me. She says, teacher, my father died. I said, okay, my father died too. And she's like, really? Damn. I said, but I still have to do my work. Let's compare our pain. No, I was 
but she's using it as a the reason why she didn't get her work done. And I was like, that's okay. My but he, he didn't die this week or no. last week, did he? No. That would have been a little bit insensitive. No, he, he did not. He's been gone a long time. So I said, my tune. She's like, really? And I said, yes, but I still have to do my work. <laughs> so I said, have your mother sign the paper. Here's your homework. Now, I had given her the page from Tuesday and the page from Wednesday and said, bring it back. Right? So then she comes back the next day and I'm going through the, the homework and I'm looking and I'm like, when is her birthday? When is her birthday? Oh, she's a damn Scorpio. <laughs> I just looked at her and I said, I know exactly what you're going to do. So take yourself to your seat and, you know, just keep your mouth closed. Shut your ass up. Cause she, I watched her. I watched her for a little That's while. That's what teachers really want to say. Right? I really did want to say, shut your ass. But I watched her for a little while, and I watched her manipulate every single girl at the table. And I said, oh. You had flashbacks, didn't you? I did. I was like, oh, baby. You are messing with the master Scorpio. <laughs> you will not win, I promise you. It's not supposed to be a competition. It's not. But she can't. There's, she she the, can't sit there. The and child is not supposed to lose, Karen. She she has to lose this game. She cannot. <laughs> it's she, not supposed to be competition, but listen, put two Scorpio women in the room together, it will be. She cannot oh, manipulate the students around oh, yes. her to get to do her work for her. Oh yes, there will be blood. <laughs> see, 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 there's a laugh. <laughs> No, you should not. Because I have two of them. I have one that's the thirtieth, one that's the 29th. and they're t- polar opposites. The one that's the thirtieth is like super type A, overachiever, very affectionate, very kind, and helpful to those around her. And then you have the 29th, who is manipulative and deviant and deviant. Second, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. grade. Oh, are you kidding me? Come on now. You think an eight-year-old can't be deviant? Oh, no, no. I know they can be deviant. Thank you. That's not what I said. They can be devil spawn. That's not <laughs> That's not the question. The, I mean, the question is, do you really have them in your class? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's just sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I have a nice mix of the, both. Did you check so. the tattoo on the head yet? No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh Damien. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. That's what you need to do. Not yet. That's what you need to check for. Who was just acting all crazy and wild. And I looked at him and I said, are you okay? And he said, yes. I said, do you need to go to the doctor? No. Why? I said, because you're being weird and crazy and wild. You lost your damn mind, son. I really wanted to say, because you lost your damn mind. You over there fucking standing on a chair screaming out of the window at your brother. Have you lost your damn mind? Yes. Yeah. The answer to that question? Yes. yes. So I said, get down off the chair. Get down on it. And he said, oh. I said, are you supposed to be yelling out of the window during class time? But my brother. I said, so? But my brother. Your brother doesn't see you at home? Nope. I mean, seriously. Take your ass over there had, and sit I down. I had a sixth grader. This was very funny. I had a sixth grade girl. She was sitting by the door. So she's ready to bolt out the room. Yep. Well, she was fine. She wasn't doing anything wrong at all. 
But they were sitting by the door, and I was kind of wondering, like, why are these three girls sitting by the door? So I just started to ask them, what are you going to do when you go home? And one of them said, I'm going to get something to eat, watch some TV, whatever. I haven't been giving any homework yet. Me and I can either. only give homework twice a week anyway, so whatever. Yes. Yep. So I can only give them Monday or Wednesday. We can only give Monday, Wednesday. We can only give homework twice a week. And it can't be more than, I want to say 10 minutes or 15, 15 minutes. 15 or worth 20 minutes. So. Of actual work. Yeah. So. So I won't be giving homework. So. Yes, but you have to give something. No, no, no. I, I can give achieve as homework. Oh, I can give a smart answer <laughs> homework so, too. I can give them their online stuff as homework and then I'm done with homework because basically they need to do everything in the classroom because it is going to take longer than 20 minutes to do a thing. No, no, no. They have a whole online system called achieve that they have to do. So anyway, I'm asking the girls, what are they going to do? One girl, eat a little something, hang out, watch some TV. One girl actually said, I'm going to go home. I'm going to fight with my brother. What? And I looked at her and I was like, why? Like, does this happen often? So I say, you know, is this a, a daily occurrence? <laughs> yes. She said yes. That that's what they do. They go home and they fight each other. Fight, fight. fight. It's like, why? He goes to the school too. Why? What, 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 how does this, what is the purpose? Like, you know, right now, this moment, you know, you're going to go and fight your brother. For what reason? Have no idea. Why? I, did he break something yesterday? No. Is it based on anything in the past? No. They're just going to go and fight. It's like, okay, you might want to find something a little more constructive to do. I don't know. Maybe it's like Gladiator. Whoever wins gets dinner. As someone who fought with my youngest brother every day, I get it. What are you fighting for? Yeah. It's not. Wait, wait. How many years between you and your youngest brother? Almost five. Five years. What the hell does your big ass have to do fighting with some little ass person? What you fighting for? I mean, you're not even fighting over the same things. You don't even have the same ideas. So, right. That's that was one of the problems that I had with my brother is he wanted to hang out with us, but he couldn't because he was so young. So it was like we weren't even in the same spaces. No, no. I'm saying we're not even physically around each other because of our big difference in in age. What are you fighting for? Good. Defend yourself. I'm not going to defend. I'll just explain. Defend. So my youngest brother was allowed to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And my sister and I were not. So we would have to come home from school and immediately clean the house, start dinner, blah, blah, blah. Well, when I started getting everybody up for school in high school and making sure everyone's lunches were, you know, they had breakfast or lunch or their clothes were ready or whatever I had to do when I was parenting my siblings. My sister and I would start cleaning up stuff in the morning. So we'd have less to do in the afternoon or when we got home at night after practice, whatever practice we had 
sports or drama or whatever it was. When my brother would come home, if we were watching something on television, he would change it. Like the minute he walked in the door, he would just drop his stuff on the floor, make a big heaping mess and change the channel and then start, you know, eating stuff and leaving things everywhere after we've already cleaned this stuff up before he got home. Didn't matter if we were watching something, he'd just come in and change it. But this was socially acceptable to your parents. My parents weren't around. My dad was upstairs asleep. My mom was at work. No, my point is... Yes, if we complained about it to my parents, they would say, oh, he can watch what he wants. Right. He's following the rule that was set. He's following the precedent, yes. So he was also very violent. He would pick up... Like, he hit me with a pipe wrench. My dad was fixing the plumbing. He hit me with a pipe wrench once. He hit me with a metal bar and broke my arm, and I had to have stitches in my arm. He hit me with two by fours and the broom and my parents never stopped him. They never did anything. Mm. So I would whoop his ass. And but that sounds like a reason to be fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And if if they came home in the house or my mom came home or my dad got up and the house was messy. It didn't matter that we had already cleaned it. That's your they ass, would, they would break out the belt or the board and we would be beaten. Mm. And so every day, Beta. we would fight. And okay, it would, you, it would just be a verbal but you're saying thing. That, but you're saying that there was an actual reason. Yeah. This child was saying that they were fighting with no reason. Well, that's just stupid. But I understand fighting with my sibling not, every day. I, didn't, I was not questioning fighting, siblings fighting. That's not what I was questioning. I was questioning the fact that this child knows that they're going to be fighting for no reason. Sitting at school. Keep going where? No, I'm saying with the that is stupid. Why would you oh. keep why, why would you keep actively just fighting? Because, because what they, they do. Because they know. See That's what they do. This is this a is habit. A, but this is also a cultural thing because yeah. if there there mu- if there is if there is an action that is undesired by one person, then there must be overwhelming force to to retaliate. Yeah, that is normal. I've I watched that happen, and I stop a lot of the second ones. Yeah, yeah, with my students at school this last yeah. week, I have seen that. Yep. If if one student walks over to another student and say, you know, smacks him on the back, but it's just a little too hard, like you're like, ooh, that that didn't That's sound good. Sting. That kid is going to stand up and he's going to go after that other kid. Yeah. Even if they're friends, he's going to go after them yep. because of uh, what, what we called in China a losing face. Yes, it hurt. They're going, to, they're going to go after that other child. And, you know, from my perspective, I, I, I want them to learn not to have that reaction because it's not a healthy reaction, but that is part of their culture. It, it's it's just it's especially with the boys it's that machismo it's part of it it's there yep and you know and it the, manifests itself many different ways whether it's verbally physical interaction whatever but it's still there and I I I don't want my students to do it because if 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 the idea is that they they're not they're going to be going to school at some point outside of Mexico. Then, then it becomes detrimental. Right. Chinese kids used to do it. Yep. So. Yeah. Yep. That's 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 my thing. But you know, 
I have to, I have to give, I'm giving them something totally different just in the one week because they were playing, um, uh, I don't, I don't remember the name of the game. The game where you put your hands flat, the opposing person puts their hands on top uh, and you try to slap their hands. Yep. Okay. They were doing a variation of that game where it looks like they're praying and they put their hands kind of out in front of them. Uh-huh. And then one person is trying to just move both hands, keeping them together, out of the way, up or down. Are they doing like this? And then no. And then the other one is smacking their hand. If they hit it, they get to hit again. If they miss, then it switches. Now, that's the game. When I got, they, I sat there and watched them. Now, there was no altercation because of it. They did have fun. They were going from person to person. They were, they were competing. Nobody was upset. Like, so it wasn't like out of bounds. And I just watched the process of this thing happening. Now, in my back of my head, I'm also saying to myself, this is the last day I'll ever watch this because I'm not going to let them do this again in my presence. That's what I'm saying to myself. But I'm, I'm letting them do it because I want them to see what they're doing. I gave them the other game. Now, the other game, you can actually play it and do less damage to someone's hand. Yes, the flip over one. Well, the idea is if you go up high to smack down hard, that person should be able to move fast enough. Well, some of these kids are not fast enough. Oh. But the other one, these kids were playing, and I was watching them. And when they got done, when they were going home, I made them show me their hands. And I made them stand there and look at their own hands because they felt the pain. They saw the redness, but they hadn't like really looked at it. And as they kept walking out the room, their hands were about as red as uh, the inside. The red is my china cup here, inside of the cup. This part. That's how red their hands were, on the outside, right here. And so the next day, of course, I told them they can't. It doesn't matter. They're just slapping this part of the hand. Both games are doing the same thing. They're slapping this part of the hand. I was like, y'all will never do this again. You're going to have to find something else to do to occupy your time because you're going to, you're going to hurt yourselves. Even if, even if it's in good fun, you know, you're going to cause so much more damage to each other. And eventually somebody's going to get one good one in and that's going to be the fight. That's where the problem's going to be. Even though it's all fun, it's all good right now and everybody's laughing. It's okay. Eventually it's you did this because of some other reason or whatever. And next thing you know, because keep in mind that these kids are standing there and they're slapping here. It doesn't take that much to go right to the face. Right. Yep. Because they're, they're, they're standing like this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's very interesting. But that's just like, uh, you know, watching them at recess. Oh, my gosh. It's terrifying. It's the, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen at a school during recess. I have never seen anything this bad. Ooh. Never in my life. I was not I not in kindergarten, not in hurt. not in the states, not in urban schools, not in suburban schools. I have never seen not in Thai schools, this not in Chinese schools. This this thing that they do at this school, and how dangerous it is because they don't eat lunch in a cafeteria. They just go outside with their lunch bags and eat. At the same time that they're out there eating, everyone that's out there with them is all running around. 
and not just running around. They are fucking wild. They have it. They have it. They, they have it. It's it. there. They don't want to sit there. They don't want to sit over there. They had an area. But the problem is they have these, you know, mixed grades, like, like mixed up ages. And the big kids want to run. The little kids are doing whatever. They're the, the, the occurrence of collision. Uh, oh, my God. If I was a parent, I'd have pulled my kid out. Hell, yeah. I would have saw, I, I, if I would have seen through the gate, like, this is what recess looks like. You're not going back to this no, school. No, Because when, when something happens, because it's going to happen. Yep. As soon as something happens, everybody's going to start pointing fingers because, you know, the teachers are not paying attention because the teachers have to eat their lunch out there too. While standing While up, standing, supposedly watching the children. But they're usually just watching the bottom of their own lunch. Yep. Or talking to each other or on their phones. I stood there. I did not eat my lunch. Nope. I was either. given I was given the instruction, go stand by the jungle gym. That's what I was told. And I stood there. And I watched what they did. I watched what the students were doing. Some students were on the courts and they were playing games. Okay, good. Fine. That that's the area for that. But then other students were sitting around in these other little kind of nook like areas and kids were running through there, jumping over them, running through very skinny spaces, and I was just watching it and it was down. like this, this is probably the worst I have ever seen from any yep. age group ever yeah. at a school at recess time. We have first, the second, and third graders at the same time. And some of these third graders are huge. And they're running through all these little kids playing on the climbers and the, the jungle gyms. And they're... It's, oh my gosh. So I was posted by one of the climbers. I was told, stand there, make sure the kids don't kill themselves. This was my literal instruction. Stand there, watch the kids, don't, and just make sure they don't kill themselves. So as I'm standing there, here comes this group of boys running. Some of these boys are my height. And they're running at me full speed. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're going to hit me. Because they're literally coming right at my body. And I said, well, if they hit me, the school will be playing, paying my doctor bills because I need to go get my knee checked anyway. Workers come. So I just stood there and they veered around me and toppled over another child. And just kept going. They don't even stop to pick up the child they ran over. Yeah, right. Yeah, you should do I that. Should be let, messy. let them, let them, let them get real close and fall down. Yeah. Sit, be on the ground, but like, and hold your knee. Oh, oh, oh. Right. You should do. Oh, that was so funny. I'm sorry, but if you intentionally fell down, oh, that. Legitimately hurt. I would be legitimately. You'd be hurt. a broken bunny. I would be desperately broken bunny. So then I look to the right and there's the, they have this climber thing with the rope ladder, mm. the big mesh yep. one or whatever. Yep. Yep. And there are two little girls hanging upside down from like the underneath part of it. Right. Along the bar. 
And the one is really struggling to get up. Now, the other teacher that only speaks Spanish from the second grade, she's standing over there. She can see them. I'm a little bit away from them. So if something happened to this kid, I couldn't get to her fast enough. So I noticed that she's really struggling and her friends in the same position. And so I just moved my body over a little bit just in case these girls need help. I thought for sure one of them was going to smack her head because they did the whole flip over the bar thing. But they're in a very small space and there are kids climbing over them and kids running through. And I thought for sure one of them was going to break an arm, get a concussion, get tangled up in that rope thing. And none of the other teachers were given two shits. Yeah. They just didn't even care. And I'm looking like, how am I going to deal with this climber here with the fireman pole and this climber over here? And I've got like 50 kids split between these two climbers. Mm -hmm. And there's just one me and I don't move quickly. Nope. And I don't speak the language. Nope. You try real hard though. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's, it's, and. It was so stressful. I think the, the pro, the biggest problem with this whole process is they have, they don't want, they they are looking at allowing the kids to do whatever the kids want to do as a way of retaining students. It's craziness. And but I. But they need structure. I am, and it's funny because they have all these rules uh, for maintaining behavior in the classroom. But as soon as the kids kind of leave that classroom, then it's like rules. What rules? And they right. just let them do anything thinking that it's just, oh, it's just kids being kids and it's all good. It's like, no, no it's dangerous. You're teaching them how to behave as uh, young adults and then adults. You're you're giving them that, that information now yep. that's going to carry through high school. Yep. You know, and, and university and, and beyond. And everything is teaching everything is you know you don't just let them just go like like they're like oh they're just wild kids in the classroom they can be civilized but out here they just do whatever they want it's like uh uh-uh. even in the classroom they aren't civilized well mine are i've got kid i had a child my, my class sit is. on the desk there's a big boy sit on the desk and he's like sprawled out all over these three desks. And I looked at him and I said, are you tired? Do you need to go home now? No. Why are you on the desk? Uh, uh, sit in the chair. Well, see, I, I, I don't see that as the, I don't see that as equivalent to crazy kids running around, almost running over each I other. I have that happen hanging. in my but, classroom. But my point is I don't, they're not the same. It's not the same thing. But you're still teaching them every minute well, of sure. every day. Absolutely. The, the acceptable and unacceptable yes. behaviors. Exactly. But I, I... You should have seen their faces when I told them, uh, both groups, because the one group has... The first group eats lunch in my classroom, and then they switch classes after lunch. And you should have seen their faces when I said to them, before you leave my classroom, you will clean your desk for the in the yeah. afternoon and in the morning. And yeah. they were like, no, teacher, that's what the nanny is for. Uh, bullshit. No, it you is You made not. that mess. That is your food mess. That is your whatever mess you made in the afternoon. You will clean it because the next person to sit there 
should not have to sit in your funk. And then, yep. And then the, and I said, and if you do this, you won't get sick as often. And the one little girl looked at me and said, why not? And I said, because you're killing the germs. You're killing all the, the sick right there. You're killing it. Okay. And so she was all about it. And every day she'd say, teacher, can we pass out the wipes? Because I have Clorox wipes for the desks. And then when I asked them to put their chairs up, because apparently they've never been asked to do anything before. <laughs> They've never had to pick up their stuff off the floor. They've never had to put their chair up. They've never had to take care of their own garbage. My room all week long at the end of class for the second group. Pigsty. Oh, my God. I Friday we did a thing with crepe paper, and they had to draw, and they had to use glue. It was such a mess. I swept up what I could and left an apology note for the cleaning people. Pigsty. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Glue on the floor, paper. Somebody had spilled water and on the crepe paper but never said anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's water bottle was in their backpack and it was, had leaked. And so her backpack was dripping and the water was getting all over everybody's coats that they throw on the floor. On the floor. Oh, Chisathe. I, I mean, it's... <clears throat> they have... Essentially, at this school, private school, 40 years in the game, all of the problems that you would basically be talking about as a staff to mitigate your first before year. <laughs> you even started your first year. Yep. They still have all of those problems. All of the things that when we were trying to set up a school in Thailand, we had already addressed in our uh, yep. st- in our student manual, and we we didn't even have students yet. Yep. Well, we had students, but we didn't have a school yet. Right. No building. And we were already addressing these kinds of concerns so that you could give it to the parents and they would understand the expectations of the school. Yep. They, they still don't have that, but they're still worried about losing students because they're already talking about the teacher's responsibility to keep the students coming to the school. And it's like... You know what? That's you want to keep my job. If you want to keep the students coming to the school, make it a safe place for them to come, make it comfortable enough that they can learn and make it something that they want to keep coming back to. Yep. That doesn't mean give them their way. No. And a lot of a lot of what I'm seeing is, oh, we're going to kowtow to the student because we must kowtow to the parent because the student's going to talk to the parent. The parent's going to come in upset. Yep. And then we're going to do whatever the parent says. Yep. And then we're going to keep the student. It's like, that's not how this works. That's really not how it works because basically if the parents has a different understanding of what's supposed to happen than the student and you just go by whatever the parent says, well, then you didn't need a rule book. You could have just followed whatever the parent said and everybody gets their own rules. Let's talk about rule book. So they sent this rule book out. Actually, they printed it and gave every teacher a copy of the rule book. It's in Spanish. But then the teachers are supposed to go over the rule book with the students so that they know what they're expected to do during the day. FYI, my classroom, that did not happen this week. Mine either, because I think we're supposed to do it next week. I, I think it was supposed to be, we were supposed to do it this week for us, but guess what? When? How? We, yeah, we didn't know. How, is that, how am I going to explain anything if I don't know what the thing is? So I went the day that we got it with my English teacher, my co-English teacher, and we went into the office and asked for a copy of it to be emailed to me 
so that I could translate it because I'm tired of waiting for them to translate. I've got to know this stuff. The kids are already doing things they're not supposed to. Like one little girl showed up with blue hair. Why are you hating on the blue hair? I'm not. I didn't say anything to her. We why can't, can go why can't we have blue hair? What's wrong with blue hair? They can't have hair. Colored they can't have hair. They can't have okay. co- unnaturally colored hair. They can't unnaturally colored. They can't have their. Oh God, who's born with pink hair? Storks, the babies. Well, what happens if you color your hair a natural color that's not your natural color? You can't have dyed hair. But how would you know if you've never seen the child before? Right. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, blue is an unnatural color. And it was just braided in. It was just little blue extensions. I didn't care. Whatever. So I went to the office. I asked the secretary, please email me this. Oh, we will have somebody translate it. I'm like, I'm not going to wait for that. Just email me the thing. I'll do it myself. Oh, we'll have some. Just email it to me. I like how they want to say they'll have somebody do it, but they never have anybody do it. Right. So and it's only been like four weeks now. She opens her little notebook, which she every time I go in there, she does this. She opens her notebook and then she makes a little note. Okay, I'll have someone email it to you. And I'm looking at her like, you, you have, have it. it right there. Email it to me. You have my email address. What, what, you what gave you, it to why me. Why do you have to tell that person to email it to me? Why not just email it to me? So the next afternoon. No, 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 no. Two days later. It was emailed to me. And my English co-teacher just happened to be at my desk when I opened the email. And I said, oh, look, watch this. So I, it's a Word doc. I open it in Word, select all, right click, hit translate. It opens it in Edge. It translates everything. I select all, copy, paste it back into a Word document, red dot, and it's done. And my English co-teacher is freaking out. She's like, wait a minute. That was less than one minute. You just did 40 pages in less than one minute. I said, I keep trying to say it's not hard. They could do it too. I know. Do it before you give it to me. It's not like I'm doing some magic over here. You watched how I did it. So then we went, we were in a meeting and, and, um, they asked if, oh, our, our, our principal said, oh, we'll get you that. And I said, don't worry about it. I already have it. Yes, I know, but it's in Spanish. And my English co-teacher looked at her and said, no, I watched her translate all 40 pages in less than a minute. And she just said, what? And so the co-teacher, the co-teacher explained to her in Spanish what I did. And the whole table of teachers were like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, Shaw. And I just kind of looked at her and I said, I, this is what we've been saying. Well, all these things you send to me in Spanish, you could do the translation before you send it to me. If it's not right, I'll fix the little bits that are wrong. Because, of course, there were some issues with just a few words here and there. Or, or... They could do that right? and then fix the words because there's a whole group of bilingual teachers at that school. Hell, our principal used to be a translator. That was her job. So why not? Why not? Why can't it be? Trans- why are we waiting? Why? Why? I still don't have our rental agreement for this place in English. Nope. And I keep telling them if I sign something. That I can't understand. My signature has no meaning. 
I don't know what was said. So they send around, like I have now, handwritten notes from the psychologist about my students. One, I don't have a picture, so I don't even know what student I'm looking at. Right. So I'm looking at a piece of paper. I can't say who is so-and-so while I have this psychological assessment sitting in front of me. Because then, of course, somebody's going to realize, you know, oh, that's because, you know, they're a little off or they got a problem or whatever. Right. So, okay, I've got an assessment. They say, read it and sign it. I sign it. And then I put a post-it note on it. Did not understand a word. I don't know what this says. And send it back. So I don't know how that was helpful. Like, why did you send this to me? Why did why did you think that this was going to be a, something I could even use to help the student? It, it, it's like they're doing paperwork for paperwork's sake. Yeah. They're not doing paperwork with purpose. Well, and that was our first week of our first day in orientation. And they were talking about document this and document that and document, document, document. What in the hell am I supposed to teach? Oh, their document, their document, document, document thing was for one reason and one reason only. Cover their ass. To cover their own ass. That's it. I had a kid. As teachers. Because they're scared of being sued. Right. Okay, so they have this policy that if a child asks to go see the doctor, because the school has a doctor and a nurse on campus. All day long. All day, every day. And so if a student asks to go see the doctor, we go aren't allowed the to refuse them, refuse them. They have to go see the doctor. But these kids take advantage of it. I've got second graders who, they're the one kid on the first day, they were playing a game and one marked an X on his arm and gave him a little punch and the other one did the same thing. 12 minutes later, the first one, came up and said, teacher, can I go see the doctor? My arm hurts. What? What happened? Oh, so-and-so hit me. Okay, go to the doctor. So then I called the child over. Did you hit so-and-so? No, we were playing a game. You saw me. I did the little X. I did a soft hit. He wasn't hurt. Okay. And now I have to document this in a notebook. So-and-so hit so-and-so while they were playing a game. 12 minutes later, he asked to go to the infirmary. You know what's funny about that? I've sent a, let a bunch of kids go to the doctor. I haven't written down one thing about why they went to the doctor. Well, the next day, same child. I didn't even think about it. Right. It's like, it's like it would be like writing down every time they said, can I go to the bathroom? Right. It, literally. It's, it's that often. How many times they say, can I go to the doctor? I don't even know when I would write it down. You don't have time. I mean, I, I, seriously, just hit, I just it, don't it, have time. It really just hit me like, wow, maybe I sh- should write something down, but. You are the one. The only reason I wrote down in the notebook is because you were like, you better write it down. You better oh, you got to cover your own ass. But, but. So the next day. When do you teach? I don't know. During lunch, <laughs> child comes up. Mrs. Farr, so-and-so is crying because child B from the, from Tuesday had pulled child C's chair from behind him as he was going to sit down and child C whacked his back really oh God, hard. This sounds like an algebra problem. On the chair. So now I have to send Do child I have to C apply to the, the Pythagorean theorem here? And now I have to talk with child B again. And I have to document in the same stupid book. Is child B the hypotenuse in this or the... What the hell? 
Really? This is this is how my it week sounds, went. It sounds like you're reading the like the word problem in a math class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the end of the week, now mind you, I only had four days this week. By the end of the week, I was having kids come up with like a little red mark on their finger. Teacher, can I go to the doctor? And I'm like, well, what is she going to do for you? Well, she's going to she's gonna fix Chop it. Chop that motherfucker I said, well, here, I've got some scissors. Let's just cut it Back. off. I said, do you want me to cut it this knuckle or this knuckle? No, teacher. I'm like, what about the wrist? No, teacher. I'm like, well, I can go to the shoulder, but I think that's excessive. And they were like, no, I'm just going to go sit down. <laughs> right? And they're, no, I'll just sit down, teacher. Are you sure? Because I've got the scissors right here. We could do this. You're very Right? So they would go sit down. and But one got a paper cut and insisted that he and his You're supposed friend, to let him go, man. You're not supposed to have that conversation. Especially at your, at your student's age. You're supposed to just let them go. Dude, they never get the any goddamn, work done. Get them to sign and send them on out. One child. I'm telling you. He really needed to go. He didn't. I could see on his face when he came in in the morning. He didn't feel well. Yeah, but that's. You're not but, supposed to assess it. That's the whole. That's their whole system. See, in our system. She you're had supposed a to red finger it. from writing. I know, but you're. It so, was just from it doesn't writing. Matter. You are supposed to just let them go. If you're going to cover yourself, the only way you cover yourself is to to have the proof that there is nothing wrong. And then you have to document and say, this child goes X amount of times in one week. Is there something else wrong that we need to deal with? Or do the parents need to make sure that the child understands that they don't need to go to the doctor for every single freaking thing every time they blow their nose and their nose ends up red? Well, I think what I'm going to do is take that class list <laughs> and every time one of them goes to the doctor, they get a, a mark. Yeah, you're going to have to, you have because to keep track it's of every single time. Ridiculous. Yeah. But that, this is, they, remember, they must have day. let them do this last year. Oh, absolutely. And they think it's okay. You're trying to change their system, but you're going to be the one that they're going to say, you did not follow our rules. Well, here's the problem is they, how are they going to get their... How are they going to get the lesson okay. if they're not in the classroom? You think they come for a lesson. Maybe oh, that's yeah. your problem. They're not coming for a lesson. They're coming for babysitting. Yeah. Because the first day of school, my kids weren't supposed to be there until 8.30. And we had kids in our classroom at 6.55. And when we went into our meeting at recess... The principal was like, oh, you guys have a late day today since you didn't start late until 830. And the Spanish teacher and I looked at her and said, huh? We had kids at 655. Actually, I think one child was there way earlier than that because we clocked in upstairs at 650. And when I came downstairs, the child was already in her classroom and he was from my class. Yeah, I love the factory worker style check-in every morning. Right? We got to sign in at the front gate because we don't have our school badges yet. And then we have to go up three floors of stairs and get our facial recognition scan. And then we have to sign in a book. And then we can go to class. And we have to be in our classroom by 7 o'clock. You have to be there earlier than that, right? 
10 to 7? No. We, we, have to, we have to be there at 7 because we start at 710. All right. So. Now, granted, I'm usually there way earlier than that. Right. We're there because. Like 645-ish. Uh, but the kids are already there. <laughs> yeah, the kids are there. I had kids. Erin and I went on Friday to, to clock in. I came downstairs and there were, my light was on in my classroom. The door was open. And I'm like, oh, that's not cool. Aaron said it wasn't like that when I went upstairs because nope. he came up after me. It was locked and, and lights were off. So somebody opened the door. Oh, it's not locked. Oh, well then. I can lock it every single day and every single morning or every, every single afternoon. And every single morning when I come back, that door is unlocked. Look. It Don't feel bad. I can't lock my front door. I can't lock my desk. I <laughs> I have no keys to anything. So Don't feel bad. What happens if your computer's stolen then? It goes bye-bye. So It goes on a, on a little trip. Does somebody know you can't secure your computer? Everybody knows I can't secure my I can't even I can't lock the doors. But you can't even clo- lock your drawer. But keep in mind, they can walk through the other classroom to walk in my classroom. Right, right, right. So <laughs> You know, I, I can't lock the doors. I, I can't lock my off. I can't lock anything. There's nothing lockable in my office. Yes, but that was, we also had the ability to lock the classroom doors. So then... You just hung out in the hallway. You just waited. Yeah, exactly. I have no keys. Zero keys. I have keys. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that's just an idiot then. Yeah. Because the whole idea is not... They, they didn't want the students messing with the technology and they didn't want them plugging in things. That was their main worry in Wuhan. Poor red light. So, is that, your is that all? Video? Is that all? Is that all? Is that all you got? That's all you got for the first week? Woosa. Friday. Friday Let's is... talk about some positive for this week. No, no, no. I'm not even going to pump yeah, yeah, myself up. This, this isn't even, this isn't it's even gonna school be, related. It's going to be some straight up bullshit. I have got to give a, a diagnostic test tomorrow in all of my classes. I've got... Uh, I believe they're going to start their special classes, but I haven't been told we one way or the other. We won't be having Chinese... We won't have Chinese because the Chinese teacher left. And then the next one that they hired quit before they started. Yep. Um, It's true. um, So, yeah. Um, That'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know how many of those I'm going to have. But, yeah, it's going to. And then we've got uh, special parent meeting things, which, yeah, that's dumb. And then after that, I don't know. Because mine starts at 7 o'clock at night. At night? Mine's See? at 5 tomorrow. So. Why? Because this is what they decided to do. Why? Like I said, that's, it's, it's, it, it, it's a bad idea to have any meeting starting at 7 p.m. They, they've got kids. The kids are in your school. Why would you want them at the school? 
Oh, no, the kids have to stay home. They aren't allowed to No, come. no, no. And I, that's the point. The, the parents are going to be at the school. Yep. You want, the, you're telling the parents, leave your kids at home to come to the school in, in the email for says, what? Leave your kids at home. So Yes, there's school. Yes, school. school. So they have to pick them up, leave them home, and then come back. Come back at seven. Hours yes. Later. Yes. Yes. Well, yep. How does that make sense? Why it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Why do Why do two a day and just do one, and do each grade? First grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. That's five days. So one per day. And and then just do whatever you're going to do, and and the teachers stay just a little bit longer in the day. The kids, like the teachers, go to this thing with their kids at say two ten. That would make way more sense. The and then the kids could stay wherever they were. They could be monitored. The parents could do whatever they're going to do and take their ass home. Yep. No. Could. 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 We are supposed to be Could. doing a diagnostic exam tomorrow. And I don't even have it yet. You're not you're not gonna have it. They're gonna print it out for you. Like you're I not said, supposed to have it. I don't have it. You're not supposed to have it. You're not supposed to have it. How am I test. supposed to administer the test? They if give, I don't it, give to it to you tomorrow. Oh dear God. The day the of, so that nobody, they can't cheat. What? Oh, God. Really? You lived in China all this time, don't realize that it's the teachers giving the answers to the students? How do you think the students get the answers? For the Gao Kao, the Jung Kao. How do you think they cheat? Teacher. <laughs> it's the teachers that's giving, because the teachers got the bonus for the students doing well on the test. Yeah. They're guarding against your impropriety, not the student. Oy. You know that you could take a, t a group of tests, sit it on the floor in the middle of the class, and nobody would even pick them up. Nope. They wouldn't even look at it. They'd be like, that's something that's over there. I ain't, I ain't touching that. Right, they step over it. They might pick it up and put it on a table. Teacher, I found this. There's your answers to your test. Why don't you look at it? Oh. Yep. That's what they'll do. Yep. I've done that before. Yeah. I've given, I have given the students the answers to the test. Here you go. And they didn't even read it. It's yep. like, you know what? Y'all some, y'all some dumbasses. It's like, you didn't even look. You had it in your hand. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed so. to teach science this week. Yeah. Psst. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to teach. Because I haven't seen any of the stuff. Why not? I don't have it. You're such a slacking teacher. I don't know what your problem is. Because it's all in Spanish, people. I mean, the I The entire I get, subject is in Spanish. I get that they want certain things done. I get that they wanted to make policies, but their policies do not match their hiring practices. They wanted, and they've made this decision last year. So this was, this was not like new this year. They made the decision that the English teacher... The, the, whoever's teaching the English classes teaches the science class. Mm -hmm. But this was a, they've always had bilingual Spanish speaking Mexicans to do that job, to teach English. So then to give them science really wasn't a big deal. They right. can just teach science to second graders. But 
Now they've started hiring foreigners to teach English, but that foreigner may or may not, one, be any good in science, two, like science, three, may not speak Spanish. So now you've got to change. They should have made that change when they made the hiring choice because they knew you were, you were going to be teaching English. There was no other other language, other thing you were going to be teaching. So once they knew, okay, we've just hired someone that's got, wherever we put that person, someone else must teach science, period. Easy, no problem. Most schools would have just not even thought about that as a thing. They'd have just been like, okay, they're gonna do the English classes. Here we go. This person over here, they're gonna take, we can take this away from them and let them go ahead and do science with whatever else they do. And they, no, no issue. Why is it an issue? Why are they trying to work around the fact that the textbook is in Spanish? The resource materials are in Spanish. Everything is in Spanish. It's like, um, now they're trying to work around uh, the lesson planning process. And all. no, that's not how you've, you've started out wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just give the class to somebody else. Let the English speaker teach English classes. Yep. In English. There is no English there stuff. There is no English stuff because this is the government. Spanish, Mexican. This is the, thing, the government their standards. Thing. They, this is mm -hmm. their program. Yep. And they have to meet all of these standards. And you would think that the person that meets the standards would be a local. And. That would understand it. That went to school for it. Blah, blah, blah. The testing is in Spanish. Yeah. I gave two tests in Spanish. I just looked at them and like, follow directions. Right? <laughs> no, I just follow the directions. What does it say? Because they were like, um, for example, last year, somebody told these kids when they took a test that they had to use red pencil. What? No. To, to mark their answers on the test. This is what they did at the school. So it's like, okay. The kids went, got their first test, and they started breaking out red pencils. And I kind of looked and I didn't say anything. I just watched them like, I don't know why you have a red pencil, but okay. And then the kids say, teacher, should we use a red pencil? And I looked at them and I said, what do the directions say? The directions say use pencil. Does it say use a red pencil? No. Then why are you asking? Why did you just make this difficult? Why is this a thing? That was the first test. That was the... Spanish test, which took them a, a class and a half to do. That was supposed to be the easy test. Then they had a math test, which was supposed to be the hard test. That was supposed to take them two classes to do. One, they got done in less than 30 minutes. Oh. And it said on there, use red pencil. Dear Lord. It's just like, um, okay. The problem that I have, the problem that I have is a lack of consistency. They knew what was on these tests and the tests were made by the fifth grade teachers yep. for this sixth grade diagnostic. You're telling me that they didn't look at what they did as a staff? No. Like as fifth grade staff, they didn't come together and say, okay, these kids are now in sixth grade. These were things that we did before. We're not doing those things now. My because English, we're not even, I've got to check the test. Right. My you know English co-teacher 
she did the tests for the second graders because she taught second grade. So we have to send it to third grade. She asked me to help, like, give her input. But I wasn't here last year. I don't know what the hell she taught. None. The hell you did. So then she sends the test to our coordinator with both of our names on it. And approved. And the coordinator says, I need an answer key for this. And I'm looking at this like, oh, my God, it is second grade material. You can't look at it and know if that answer is right or wrong. I mean, you got to have an answer key. So I took the the five minutes to make the answer key. Crazy lady. And of course, some of them were like compare and contrast a dog and cat. And so my answer for the answer key was answers may vary based on students. Oh, God. They're both furry and they're both very in size. (laughs) So, I mean, and I probably had six of those out of the 30 possible points, 30, 35 possible points. Six of those answers were answers may vary because it was stupid. Write a sentence using these words. Which could be anything. Right. <laughs> like, seriously, woman, you need me to write a fucking answer key for that? Oh, but you know that? that they, I bet you, I bet you, at your age level, that they had a sentence. Oh, dear God, I hope not. I bet you if they the, did. I bet you get kids, all the all the same sentence from all these kids. I bet you. Because that's, they, they had to do dictation and they had to copy and all of that stuff. I bet you that that's what you're going to get. You're going to be like, cat. And then you're going to have one sentence for the word cat. The cat is fluffy. The cat is brown. This is my cat. Yep. I have a I I'm, I would not be surprised if that's what you get. That's why you would need an answer key, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my positive Mexico thing for the week. Yeah, you you what, what was that dude's name on Saturday Night Live? Stuart Smalley. There you go. Al Franken. There you go. So my positive Mexican thing for the week is positive affirmations. I can online grocery shop when I'm exhausted and they will deliver it to my door and I can pay them cash. You is smart. You is kind. (laughs) Red light. You is smart. You is kind. (laughs) You is important. Oh, you're hot. FYI, folks, that is in Aaron's classroom. Twice. Two different places. (sighs) Oh God! I almost want to write like an anti version of that. It's like well, it's anti all by itself because she's teaching the the little white girl who is being essentially neglected by her own mother. Yep. That is someday going to become her mother yep. and is going to treat black folks badly. Yep. She's trying to teach her not not to be like these people for the next person that's going to be a maid for that girl and so that she'll be a, an actual nice human being. Right, she won't be yeah. like... I had to explain that to um, my Mexican co-teacher and she almost started crying when I told her what the meaning of this is. It's not positive. It's it's knowing. It's, it's like slaves teaching uh, uh, their new overseer how to beat them. Right. And she didn't understand. She didn't. She didn't get that. She thought that it was. Oh, this is such a nice, touching thing. It's like no, no, it's not. Yep. Not at all. Anyway, yeah, I don't have any positive affirmations. I, I, 
I'm somebody somebody asked me like um, how's the job hunt going? Oh. So that's that's somebody asked you that? Yep. From the States. So I'm I'm Oh shit. Please don't I'm, tell me I gotta start job hunting. I, I'm not I, ready. I think you should probably start. No. I'm just saying. No, it's only week one. Yeah, and <sighs> I don't want You think it's uphill or downhill from here? Listen. I don't wanna. Do you know what a pain in the ass that is? You better start. I started. I started in December. You better start to get a job. Ugh. You better start. All I'm saying is, maybe not every school is is like this one in Mexico, but I have a feeling that maybe by halfway, because that's December. Maybe it just becomes untenable. And you need to be prepared for it. We need to be prepared for it. Let's put the stuff back in the boxes. No, I just <laughs> fucking unpacked all That's exactly of those what I said. I just, we just got the boxes a week ago. Yeah, we, we, just, we just finished the last box on Sunday. Taking everything out, getting rid of the boxes. We just did that whole process. And now we might have to start it all over again because what we thought this school was is not what this school is. This school has not been able to live up to what it says it does. Uh, we had a meeting and they said, uh, is there uh, anything you would change about the scheduling? And of course, me and Karen say yes. Then anything you change about teacher salary? Yes. Anything that you would change about... Uh, the school and its vision and what was it? Purpose or motto or something. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I All of these things. You are not. You. You. They all need to be revisited. Yeah. 40 years ago. Probably sounded good. Today. No. No. Every single thing they asked. Would you change? Would you start change the start time of the school yes. day? Would you change the end time of the school day? Yes. yes. I stood at the 100% change everything line. The whole time. All but one. There was and one I, thing. There was some things, some things like I didn't, I honestly didn't even know. Like it was like, I don't know what you do yet. Nobody's told me what that is. So, okay, well, I'll just stay in the middle. Maybe yes, maybe no. I, I don't know. But for the most part, things that, they need they they need more than a new director. That is not what they need. They need a they need new a change in in mentality of the people that they're hiring to do the job. I also think that they need to um and that's in all areas. offer early retirement to some of these teachers who have been there for 15 or more years. That we have uh, Teachers that have been there 28 years. We've got teachers that have been here 38 years. Yeah, We've I know, got, but I don't know if that's, I, I don't, maybe the, that's not inside of the school's purview. Like maybe they don't have a, maybe they don't have a retirement plan. Like I maybe don't that's know. not part of the school. Maybe that's part of being a teacher in Mexico. I don't, I don't know. know, but no you idea. aren't going to change the functionality of the school without staff changes. No, but I, I think you could. If that person is open. So if that person is open to doing things differently and not looking at everything like I must do it this way because I've been doing it this way for 20 years and they were open to change, why not keep them? That's, yeah, but that's he, the kind of teacher you want. You saw when he said, you know, do you want to change this? 
And you saw all the old heads move to the very no, no, no. front. But do you know why they moved? Because they didn't want to no. change it. No. They thought they weren't going to get paid. I didn't know that. Yes. They said it. They were going up there so that they were worried that if they went back in the middle or the back with us, that they were going to lose money, that they weren't going to get paid, that they were going to lose their job by speaking out. That's why. It had nothing to do with the, the thing because all of them are complaining about these same things. Interesting. Yeah. I heard them talking about it. They were, because I heard them say things like, do I stand in the middle or do I go to the end? Which one will not, which one will hurt me? Like hurt my pay. Which one will keep me from getting paid? And then they moved wherever the crowd went. They went with the crowd. Huh. Especially the younger teachers. Because the younger teachers are the ones that are most vocal, even with us, to say, hey, this isn't right. Maybe it could be different or better or improved. Because I'm not saying everything at the school is bad. There's a whole lot that they do well. The problem is they're, it's like half implemented, half understood. The purpose is half understood. It's not really clear. A lot, so much is not clear and it's not clear to the upper management. Right. So that, that to me sounds like they had someone who told everybody what to do at all levels yep. and they didn't have any agency when they were doing this stuff over the last 40 years. Right. Which is normal for, you know, people in their, these kinds of positions in different countries around the world. Okay. That's, that's just, you know, authoritarianism essentially. But now you're saying, Oh, we're, we need to make it change. Right. Mm-hmm. And make it change to a different way of thinking about these things. Well, if that's the case, then, yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start differently, and they haven't started it yet. They've got a British guy in there. A British people love author- authoritarianism. Yeah. They, I mean, they talk about it as like, oh, diplomacy and and teamwork, and all, but that's not what they're really saying. What they're saying is, there's a coach, and the coach tells the team what to do, and the team does it. Yeah. That's not teamwork. No. That's not collaboration. That's no. not cooperation. That's just you. That's obeying. Like I told you, you know, that I do all the time with women, you know, especially wives. Obey. That's all I do. Right? Bullshit. Right? Right? Bullshit. And that what you and that what I do every day. All I do is Bullshit. obey. Bullshit. 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 You call him bullshit? Bullshit. Did you say bullshit? I said a whole bunch of bullshit. Huh? What what? So yeah. All 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 the biggest thing that I see is they they could. They could be, but they have so many small, really, really small nagging things and, and they've already identified it. Every time we get somebody that is foreign that comes to the school, they leave and they don't tell us why. Now, if you're telling me that after a week two of orientation and that's where you're starting with, you've got lots of systemic problems that, yeah. that are basically not worth the time of an expat to even talk about with you. And I noticed that day one. When a psychologist looks at you and doesn't give you instructions and expects you to do something, then your shit shit is broken. Yep. And and the the director is standing next to me. Director is standing next on one side. Psychologist is standing on the other side. The psychologist knows the procedure that I'm supposed to follow. The psychologist does not tell me, but tells me that I'm not doing it right. And the director is standing right there smiling. Oy. 
Yeah. And when I say to the director, shouldn't the psychologist know that good instructions are necessary at all levels? This, this should not happen. He just stood there. Because he didn't know what was supposed to happen either. Right. That's the thing is we have the new director and nine new teachers. And they just expect us to know this information. Day one. Because that was one. Monday. That was Monday. Day one. But we don't have anything in writing. We haven't been given any information whatsoever about these procedures or processes but they want us to they expect that we know and then look at us like we're stupid when we don't yeah and so this is why the chinese teacher left because chinese people will take it but then they'll leave and they do it in china so as soon as they told me that that's why this person just left, that's what that's exactly that's what I heard. Yep. Because this is what they do at home. They'll say, oh, I have to go back to my hometown or, oh, I have to go do this thing for my family. It's always Dicko. family. Dicko, my yep. parents are yeah. sick. My parents are sick. No, you just oh, fucking you quit, just, dude. You just homesick. You ain't never been away from home before and you're homesick. Just say I'm a little bitch and I can't be away from my mama. Especially and I'm going washing, home. Especially washing clothes every week. Because he was still living like a college student. A Western college student. Taking his clothes home to Guangzhou every week. But getting things, buying things, shopping, all of the stuff that of living he was doing at in Guangzhou. He wasn't doing it in Sanctuary. Right. <clears throat> but yeah. I don't know. A lot of a lot of I, I, I have I have I have uh uh, taking all of my expectations, all of the things that I begged, begged the educational gods for in China. And now there's a list. I, do. I don't have a list yet. <laughs> I do. I haven't started. I think the list is four strong right now. I think, I think that's the list. Well, my list in China was in general the cultural stuff that we were yeah, dealing with. Yeah, because you weren't dealing with the schools. But right now, I'm dealing with the school stuff, and I don't want to start my list yet. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe you should do it. No. I think you should. No. The I, list! Mexico edition. Red light. Four things. So... Stay tuned for the list, Mexico edition. <laughs> you got anything else? Good. Good. Past two hours. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. I'm hungry and I need to take a shower and all that good stuff because if you could smell me now, oh God. So. Paper. Oh wait, didn't, wasn't there something I was supposed to add to this? You added your Spotify? Which one was Spotify? Was it the or was it just travel? It's the. So Spotify is same as YouTube. All right. So if you want to find us, you can find us the Traveling Fars on the YouTube, the Facebook, the Pinterest, the iTunes, and the Spotify. And if you like Twitter and Instagram, just Traveling Fars. If you like that email thing because you are, I don't know, Mexican. Travelingfars at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like the blog space, 
thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. We all like to do stuff on it on the Instagrams and all that stuff. So if you want to find any one of us, you can probably find us somewhere out there. Giving you all that stuff would just bore the shit out of you. So there you go. That's it. You got anything else for the people? Nope, that's it. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace.